This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Matthew Collar joining us here on the Chad Hartman Show. On the John Schuster Cola Bingo Hotline. Matthew, happy Friday, man. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. Just here in the studio hanging out with Dave Harrigan on a Friday, man, and uh, I'll probably get to bed a lot earlier tonight than I typically do, but uh, hope that you're having an awesome Friday. The big news breaking yesterday um, right around 5.30-ish um, or 5.15 or so that Ed Donatel, defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, was his services were no longer needed. Kevin O'Connell putting out a statement, uh, the Vikings tweeting it out. Um, just what was your reaction to the news? It was something that I think that every Vikings fan or media member anticipated. You even said as much uh, on my show on Tuesday night how this was going to play out in terms of him meeting the media, and then after he meets the media, then makes the decision, and then we get the decision. But uh, you were spot on with uh, how you viewed this, how this was going to shake out. Yeah, I've seen enough of these to happen, right? But, uh, you know, I guess I would say that when I was reading back Kevin O'Connell's quotes, and he talked about accountability. It doesn't really scream accountability to hold the press conference and then a day later make the move so you don't have to talk about it until maybe the combine when it's far in the past and there are more pressing issues. So, yep. um, you know, and, and in the statement, I didn't see anything about any responsibility from the front office or the head coach about when it came to the failures of the defense. I mean, they're the guys who hired him. They're the guys who put the team on the field. And even though I think Ed Donatel deserved what he got and that he failed completely as a defensive coordinator, I would have loved to have heard some accountability from anybody. Uh, But instead, it's typical, very typical, to point at the bad man who is to blame. He's gone. He was the bad man. And uh, now we all move on with our lives. But, you know, I, I think that firing him was obviously the right move. Um, clearly the players didn't understand the scheme or it didn't fit them. And when they had a second chance against the Giants to prove that they could scheme up something to slow down Daniel Jones, they got beaten even worse. And I saw players who I know are some of the smartest players in the world looking very confused and looking around at each other. So I think that, you know, they needed this pretty badly. But I also think that if we were going to go back and blame Mike Zimmer for offensive failings and offensive coordinators who get fired, we also need to look at Kevin O'Connell and say, this was also on you to fix this. You don't just get to be the offensive genius and then shrug your shoulders at the defensive side either. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And one of the things that I just find this so interesting, and I think that fans should just kind of relax here, is – Viking fans are breathing a sigh of relief that Kevin O'Connell um, 
put out that statement and that Ed Donatello is gone is not going to return as defensive coordinator. And to, to them, I would say, well, just pump the brakes. Hold on. Just because Ed Donatello is no longer here, you still got to hire somebody to do the job and do the job well. So to, to, just, and we haven't seen any evidence right now because, look, this will be second year of Kevin O'Connell and the second defensive coordinator. So he's got a lot of proving to do in that area of hiring a defensive coordinator that actually can do the damn job and do it at a, at a great level. Well, not only that, but there is so much work to do on this roster. I mean, who are you keeping? Are you keeping Kendricks after one of his worst years, if not, I think, probably by far his worst year? Uh, Harrison Smith, his worst year since maybe he first got into the league. Um, Are you keeping those guys at a very expensive price? Um, Jordan Hicks is probably gone. Is it Brian Osamoa who's replacing him? What are you doing at cornerback if Patrick Peterson wants to go championship chase and sign somewhere else? Are you going to rely on two corners and a Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth Jr. who got hurt. Um, they also, you know, you look at some of the money that they spent last year in free agency, and of course, Darius Smith and Patrick Peterson were terrific, but Harrison Phillips was not really an impact player. And oh, by the way, they're losing Delvin Tomlinson, who's probably going to get a huge contract somewhere else. How are you replacing him? Um, so there's a ton of questions to be answered that go beyond just who's going to be the defensive coordinator, and are you going to get younger and get faster and and, uh, are you going to draft again to try to replace immediate needs like they did last year and that did not really work uh, at all because both of their top two draft picks ended up getting hurt so I think this is as much of a question about what person will be put in charge of the defense as how is the front office going to fix it because even as much as we all had complaints about Ed Donatel he was the defensive coordinator of the third best defense in the NFL last year I believe in Denver and I know that was Vic Fangio but he was he was on that staff so like there's a a pretty good case historically and Mike Zimmer would definitely tell you this uh that you know the players are the ones who really drive this success and this team was left with so many weak points uh on the defense last year that that was really tough even if they had had the best defensive coordinator in the world to put out a very good defense talking to Matthew Collar Purple Insider here on uh, News Talk 830 WCCO, Henry Lake filling in for Chad Hartman here on this uh, on this Friday afternoon. All right, so we've talked a lot about Donatello being gone and Kevin O'Connell is going to have to step up and just the organization got to step up and make some some big decisions uh, moving forward. Hey, g- give me a player in specifically on the defense of side of the football last year that actually flew under the radar or maybe at times flew under the radar with a lot of fans and impressed you. I want, I, want, I want something positive here. <laughs> That's not easy when they're 31st in yards against and just got slaughtered. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking forward, probably, and, and, you know, it's really marred by the concussions, but Caleb Evans really flashed. I would say Brian Asamoa flashed as well, and, that's the hard part about drafting and fixing a defense is that sometimes an edge rusher will come in and change the game right away. But for the most part, development is necessary. I mean, you look at that 2015 class, uh, you know, Daniil Hunter was not a superstar right away. Eric Kendricks, not a superstar right away. It wasn't until Trey Wayne's third year where he actually was the full-time starter. And I think that you know, Zimmer understood that, that you needed to draft for a couple of years out um, so I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of the members of their rookie class, but I mean, I guess I would look at Asamoah as a guy that I could say, you know, really flash and has, uh, you know, pretty impressive speed and instincts for the game. But 
you know, whoever they, they hire as a defensive coordinator, it's going to have to be someone who's really looking to develop players because this team is currently $24 million over the salary cap. So they need to create $24 million just to be cap compliant. And I know there's lots of ways people mess with the cap, uh, but the Bears have like $80 million to work with in free space right now. So they are at a serious disadvantage when it comes to trying to sign free agents and things like that, even if they are able to create space. So that means to me that they're going to have to really develop a lot of players and, and do it pretty quickly here if they want a good defense next year. All right, we'll end it with this. Um, we don't know necessarily because I, I started the show with this and I was talking to Dave Harrigan about this as well. It's just like people will, will say, well, what are some of the names or who are some of the candidates? No idea. No clue whatsoever because we're trying to figure out, like, what is KOC even thinking? Like, like you know, he, his first defensive coordinator, mm, that was a bust. That was a lame. It didn't work out. So give me the type, like the, like the type of defensive coordinator that you think that KOC could go after. Yeah, one thing that I know is that anytime someone gets fired, they get the exact opposite of that person. <laughs> look at look at Kevin O'Connell versus Mike Zimmer, right? Uh, and so I would guess that they're looking for somebody young and with an aggressive mindset because that's exactly the opposite of what they had this year where it was very much trying to sit back in their coverages and people called him Ed Donna Shell and things like that because they sat back so much. So I think that you start to look at, you know, someone like Jim Leonard, a former NFL player, was with Wisconsin, who's really highly thought of, came out of the, the Rex Ryan scheme, and there's a Rex Ryan connection with um, Kevin O'Connell as well. So, you know, I, I mean, I think that that's – and also Mike Pettin uh, as well. So I think that that's a real distinct possibility. Um, but, you know, it, it is hard to say. Like, do they think this scheme is the one they want and it's just someone else to teach it? Or do they want a completely different scheme? And the one advantage that the new person has is they can start molding this thing roster-wise to their vision. Uh, one thing that you have to give Ed Donatel is that he came in and inherited most of a roster that was built for a 4-3 Mike Zimmer scheme, which played a lot of tight man coverage as opposed to zone. And I think that there was a lot of guys who didn't fit. So, I mean, that's kind of the type. And Jim Leonard is the name that I can, I think, throw out there that at least has to be considered. But aside from that, right, I, I don't think we have a good idea of what they're thinking with this hire yet. Great stuff as always, Matthew. Um, I, I will talk to you next week, man, because I definitely want to get into uh, what transpires this weekend in the National Football League as the postseason continues to play out. Appreciate it, man. I will be here. Thanks, Henry. All right, take care. That's Matthew Collar joining us here on The Good Neighbor. All right, we do have some breaking Minnesota Twins news. Um, and this is rather interesting. Louisa Rise has been traded to the Miami Marlins. What did the Minnesota Twins get in return? We'll get into it next year. Henry Lake in for Chad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.